Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. You guys have been making this a success. So awesome. So much appreciate you doing very well. A lot of listens. And and if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe. And I will appreciate it every time. If you subscribe, what's great is it'll just notify you every time there's an episode. So you don't forget about me. Basically, it's an intention grabber, and uh, I appreciate that. Got a lot to get to today on to Huff Uncensored. We're going to talk about pro sports versus reality. And yes, I understand pro sports much different than reality. And if you didn't realize that, well, better open your ears because if you're in professional sports, you don't live the way I live. You got a lot more money than I do, and that's fine. I get it. You've worked your whole life for this. But if you're in pro sports, you're in a different world. You're in a lot of that is because of money. If you're in pro sports, check this out. Because once you're out of pro sports, once your body gives up and says, you know what, we're done, you're going to have to join reality a little bit. A little bit. It'll be a little bit different in comparison to, say, somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of money. Not, you know, but so pro sports, you're grinding your whole life for one job. Now, some of us do that in real in reality. We do that, you know, whether you're going pursuing an education, maybe your whole life you wanted to be a police officer or a firefighter or a nurse, or a doctor, or something. You go to school, that's your drive. Maybe you want to be a vet. That's your drive. That's what you want to be. And you do it, and you accomplish it. Now, the problem is, is with those professions, it's not a game. You're, you don't have somebody pampering you the entire way. In professional sports, you got somebody making your schedule for you. Okay, you're going to, uh, at 10 o'clock, it's uh, weightlifting. At 11 o'clock, you're going to take a snack break. And then you're going to do stretching at 11.30. And then it's nap time at noon. I don't know what the hell their schedule is. But then, you know, they have it mapped out for them. That doesn't happen to us. That doesn't happen to real life people. It doesn't happen to people that are really successful as a doctor or a nurse or anything like that. The only schedule they have is like, this is the shit that you need to get done. But in sports, it's different. It's different. That's just the way it's built. And obviously, you got a lot of money being thrown at you. And I will tell you this, if by chance you are a professional athlete, work on how you engage with people, whether mostly the media. I remember talking to Josh Jacobs, who's now the running back for the the Las Vegas Raiders. When he was a rookie, I was working at uh, on Radio Row for the Super Bowl, and he was making his rounds. And he came over and sat down with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. And before and after the interview, I talked to him. Before the interview, it was his first radio interview. And he's all, do you have any advice for me? I said, just just relax. Be you. I was like, you know a shit ton about football. Don't be scared to voice your opinion about it. Make sure you speak clearly. 
so people understand what you're saying. Don't speak too fast. Yeah, I'm giving him all the basic pointers. And he just, his ears just perked up and he's just listening. He's like, okay, okay. He's like, don't be afraid to voice your opinion and just do what you do. I was like, you know a shit ton more about football than I'll ever know. Don't be afraid to whip out your brain. Something like that. So he does the interview, does a great job, amazing job. And then he takes his headphones off and he, he and I are off to the side and he's talking to me. He's like, so how, how did I do? How did I do? I was like, you did really well. I was like, next time, you know, just, you could tell you're a little bit nervous. Just relax. Take some breaths if you need to. And it was, it was nice because I, you know, in a way coaching him. And he, and he did a good job. Now, he did his rest of his tour. He went around and talked to, I don't know how many other stations, maybe 20, 30, who knows, maybe even more, maybe a little less. But then he came and saw me afterwards, and he's all, thank you for your advice. That helped. That helped a lot. Now, he'll probably never remember that, and that's okay. But I love the fact that he took that seriously. And I think more athletes need to have that done with them be sitting because they can make more money. And I, at some point I told him, I was like, that's how you're going to make more money is through endorsements is if, if people know that you can articulate things well. So he took it seriously because in that profession, they have that opportunity. Listen, I got to be honest. I'm a giver. Yeah. I made his career. <laughs> Josh Jacobs. I, I, I am a, uh, even though he's on the Raiders and I hate the Raiders because I'm a Bronco fan, I do respect him because of how he acted in that. Now, at the time, he wasn't a Raider. But it was cool to see somebody take it seriously. And he understood that this was a new part of his job is the media. Now, you and I, Joe Schmo. I guess me is different, but like Joe Schmo, you work down at the factory, you are working construction, you're whatever job you're doing, most likely you don't have to deal with media and most likely you're not going to get some endorsements and make a shit ton of money for doing essentially nothing, for speaking clearly, for having a personality. That's just the reality of sports is you can make so much money doing other things. I know a guy that made, what was it? He made at a ridiculous amount of money just to show up and stand there because people knew who he was. Um, what did he do? It was for like some commercial or something like that. And it was a, nation, a national commercial he just had to stand in the background and i want to say he made fifteen thousand dollars now they paid for his flight to get out there it was in like louisiana or something like that so it was hot and he had to be in a suit the whole time but yeah i think i can deal with that for fifteen thousand dollars are you kidding me it wasn't even a full day's work he had breakfast at his house in another state flew out to Louisiana or wherever it was. It was some, somewhere hot and humid. Goes out there, shoots the commercial, flies back and has dinner at, back at his house. So 
$15,000, right around that amount. That's insane. That doesn't happen to you. That doesn't happen to me. But that's the reality of what pro sports is versus, I guess, the reality of us. So that's insane. Yeah, it's just, it's hard to wrap your brain around. You're doing a construction site and somebody comes up to you and be like, hell man, I like the way you dig. I got a job for you. All you got to do is sit over there and sit on that tractor uh, all day, all day. That's it. Uh, For about, actually it'll be about three hours. We'll have a camera on you. Just look sweaty and uh, we'll pay you 10 grand. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Do I have to take my clothes off? No? Okay, 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 it's fine. Just throwing that out there. That's the reality of sports. The amount of money that gets tossed your way. Now, these guys grind their whole lives for this job. To be, to take, to have a shot, I should say, at becoming a professional athlete. Now, here's the crazy thing. As the NFL draft in 2021, the NFL draft has, I believe, 259 draft picks. There's right around 3,500 draft-eligible players. So think about that. There's a good chunk of these guys that have been working their whole lives to be a professional athlete that aren't going to be a professional athlete. They're just going to get blindsided by reality. Nobody picked me. Now, you could be like Philip Lindsay, former Denver Bronco, now Houston Texan. He, he didn't get drafted, but he said, screw that. I know I'm better than this. And then he grinded and grinded and grinded. And then he got signed by the Broncos. Went back-to-back years rushing for over 1,000 yards. Now he's with the Texans. Who knows what he's going to do next? He didn't give up. He didn't give up. And that's cool. But he had that opportunity, and he took it. He had a window. He took it, and he just ran with it. Oh, I see. He's a running back, and he ran with it. (laughs) Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) That's right. Okay. It's crazy. He's making millions of dollars to play a game. That's the one thing that's hard for a lot of us to accept is these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to play a game, whether it's basketball or football or baseball. It's like, come on, man. Baseball, you're not even sweating. (laughs) And you're getting that much? Now, granted, I couldn't hit those. You know, I I saw that where, what was it, Bryce Harper took like a 90-some mile an hour fastball to the face. I'd be retired after that. I'm sorry, I'm done. Take me to the hospital, I'm done. He kept playing. What a jerk. But... Granted, like uh, the reason I say that is like as soon as one of those balls like came anywhere close to hitting me, I I couldn't ever hit the ball again. Not that I could hit a 90 mile an hour fastball anyway. And God knows like when they throw change ups and all that other garbage. I don't I, listen. I respect sports. I respect it. Because they're doing something that I can't do. They got a skill set that most of us don't actually have. We think we do. We think we do. 
because I remember when I was in middle school playing football with the buddies out in the park. I was pretty good. Tell you what. Yep. <laughs> I could have gone pro, but I didn't. So it's a lot of times when we get mad at pro athletes, it's because we're jealous. And when you, I get upset, and I know a lot of you do too, when you see pro athletes that half-ass it on the field or the court, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? You're making millions of dollars to play a freaking game. Put some effort in there. That bothers me because they're doing something. It's like we get, we get mad at Paxton Lynch, who was drafted by the Denver Broncos and just totally crapped away his career. Very gifted athlete, just didn't take it seriously. He was more concerned to pl- about uh, playing video games than playing the game. It's like you have this opportunity and you're just crapping it away. Any one of us, if they were like, hey, whatever you do for a living, you're really good at it. And I want to give you a whole bunch of money to keep doing what you you do and just want to see how good you can get. You're already good. I want to see how great you can get. And then then you just crap away that opportunity. That, That would be annoying. I mean, that doesn't necessarily happen, not to that level of making millions and millions of dollars. But that's what he did, and people hate him for it. That's why we we get so irritated with these athletes that just don't take it seriously. Now, I do love and respect those athletes that do take it seriously, do understand that they're in a special situation, and they trust in their abilities. They know that not everybody gets to do what they do. There's only like a thousand some professional football players at one time. That's it. And you got guys like Tom Brady who was drafted late and that still pisses him off and he uses that. He finds that every time he goes on the field and it drives him to being the greatest quarterback that ever lived. And if you argue that, I don't know how you can look at yourself in the mirror because let's be honest, when he was with the Patriots, you could make that argument, I guess, because you'd be like, well, it's probably Belichick. Well, now that he's won a Super Bowl, Tom Brady's won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, I don't... think you can lay that argument to rest that he is the greatest quarterback there ever was now Peyton Manning I love Peyton Manning I think he was phenomenal as well so but I mean you can make the debate you you can have the debate who was better Tom Brady or Peyton Manning I don't know Peyton Manning played for the Denver Broncos so I'm gonna say him he won a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos I got to cover that Super Bowl in San Francisco. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So I'm going to lean towards Peyton Manning and all you Tom Brady people can suck a fat one. I also look at uh, my buddy, Mark Schlereth. You know, he, he was drafted way late. I want to say like the 10th round or something out of the University of Idaho. And he was banged up. But he had an opportunity and he took it because somebody else, I think somebody else got hurt or something like that. And, and he was healed enough to play and he played and he took that job from that person. 
And he fought every day to keep that job. Fought through injuries. That's the crazy thing. You look at, he had like 29 surgeries. Surgeries, not procedures. Surgeries. And he refused to, like he would have surgery on say, what was it? He had a surgery on, what was it? A kidney surgery or something like that on say Saturday and he played Monday night or something like that. It was like hardly any time would pass or he would have surgery on say Tuesday and then play on Sunday. Stupid. Maybe not necessarily the smartest thing to do, but that's what he just, he loved the game so much. He refused to give up on it and he wanted to be a part of it so badly. I don't have that with, would you do that for your job? That's a that's something that I think you you look at and be like, no, fuck. I want to stay home and recover. I'm not going into work. I know I had hip surgery. I tore my uh what is it, hip labrum, and they had to repair it, and I had a bunch of cartilage that they had to remove and whatever out of my hip, and I think I only missed uh, I missed two weeks or a week or something like that because I wanted to get back into it. Also, is pressure. It's like you're afraid to lose your job if you're out too much because, you know, even though like a lot of people are like, you can't lose your job because you're out sick or something. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> Trust me. You can lose your job if you're sick. But in sports versus reality, they're very similar with uh, you got to be good or you're going to be gone. Be good or be gone. You suck at your job. Eventually, somebody's going to replace you. And when you're somebody like, say, Peyton Manning, he his last year, the year he won the Super Bowl, he sucked his last year. And he will tell you that he didn't have his best year. But he didn't lose his position because of a couple of reasons. One, he's Peyton freaking Manning. And how do you bench that guy? And two, his leadership was so strong that it kind of helped everything and everyone around him. Do you do that? At your job? I don't. No. I am the worst person <laughs> to work with. I am a bitch. I am a jerk. I expect everybody to be good, but I don't expect myself to be good. All right? Words to live by. Just really weird when you look at pro sports and the amount of money that's being thrown around. And when you look at it from a regular quote-unquote industry and the things that you do. If if you are a quote-unquote basic worker and you do something that is mildly against company policy, you're going to get reprimanded. But if you are the top sales guy, if you're the top whatever, top dog, 
you're probably not going to get in that much trouble. They're probably going to be like, dude, just don't do that. Keep your pants zipped and you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> now get out of here, you scamp. Yeah, normal people, you get fired or whatever. Something like that. Pro sports, you get pulled over for speeding. Your, your generic uh, professional elite quarterback or whatever, you're not going to get a ticket. I get pulled over for doing the exact same thing. I'm getting a ticket. Unless I flash my boobs. <laughs> then who knows? Does that really work? If you flash, like I'd be so scared. If I, uh, I'll try that next time I get pulled over. Please, if you're listening, if I flash my, <laughs> would you not? Would you not give me a ticket? Maybe from laughter, like you, you son of a bitch, is that your nipple? <laughs> well, thank you so much. Get out of here, son of a bitch. Pro sports, there's a lot of similarities. But when you're out of pro sports, when you finally lose the gift that you've been given and you have to join us in reality, just be ready because it's not fun at times. People, most of us listening to this, like you live in reality. We have to make our own schedules. We have to set our rules and make sure that we don't forget to pay bills. We don't have somebody paying our bills. Jesus. There's a lot of you guys, that, the professional athletes, that don't even have to pay your own bills. There's somebody that does it for you. We have to do that on our own. We have to get groceries. Huh? Huh? How about that? You have to order your own groceries. You can either do it online or you just go in there to an actual store and get it. You don't have somebody getting it for you. A lot of us drive Hondas. Very reliable vehicle. Good gas mileage. <laughs> A lot of you guys are just going to be hit with the reality that you're not good enough to be in pro sports. Or if you are, you're not going to be in there very long. You just got to be ready to work and be like everybody else and be humble. Be like, be like Josh Jacobs in the sense where he was learning a new skill. And that's a guy that I guarantee you, he probably will end up in broadcasting after he's done with his career. Because he has that in him where he's just like, I got to do whatever I can do. I'm really smart with football and I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let life beat me down. Somewhat similar to me, I left my job on a Friday and by Friday night, I'm like panicking, be like, what the hell am I going to do? What am I going to do? I guess I'll do a podcast. I've always wanted to do a podcast. I just dropped my papers. <laughs> Uh, so the, then I panicked and then I had an episode up by Monday because I panicked and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. I just didn't want to stand still and become, you know, meaningless or, you know, get passed by or 
I just had to do something. Now, if I could just make money, that that's another thing. But we'll get into that uh, never. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if this even uh, concluded properly. But yeah, uh, athletes, you live in a different world. You make a lot more money. Until the day, and I've heard plenty of guys talk about this, and I, I, I can't get mad at athletes for making a shit ton of money. They went into that. They have that skill set that I don't have. And that's cool. Good for you. I don't have that skill set, so I make depressing podcasts, and here we are. Anyway, on the next episode, I'm going to talk about ghosts. <laughs> anyway, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to, to Huff Uncensored. I'll talk to you next time.